Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show, Good AV, covering all things that are new, innovative, sustainable, and basically just good. Um, I am your host, as usual, Midori Connolly, your friendly chief AV girl. And uh, I haven't been able to do a show lately, but I'm really pleased this month to cover a topic that I think is incredibly timely, um, very interesting, and, and a little bit unique. Um, most of you know that I come from a live events background, so I've spent many hours, many days, many weeks of my life in hotel ballrooms um, around the world. And uh, I think that, you know, I don't know that we particularly have the conversation around hotel design um, and in a built environment. Uh, I don't hear it talked about very often. And, um, you know, most of us are aware that there's a need for show AV, but when we start looking at the environment within the hotel um, or even, you know, any sort of kind of uh, conference center, hotel, hospitality setting, um, I think it's an uh, interesting um, segment of the industry to talk about. So I wanted to bring on someone that has incredible experience in this arena, and I just learned that what I thought was 25 years of experience actually extends further than that. So um, I have Jeff Lother with me. He's the president of Electromedia Design. Many of you as Infocom members and uh, members of the community probably know him pretty well. Um, he's done some incredible work. Uh, I know that he was inducted into the International Society of Hospitality Consultants, um, ISHC, which is a designation that not many folks receive, and um, so he certainly knows what he's doing, what he's talking about, and so Jeff, welcome, and thank you so much for being on the show today. Well, thank you, Midori. It's my pleasure, and I guess I'm virtually blushing after that introduction. <laughs> Aw, Andy's humble. I love a humble person. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, so, as usual, uh, you know, my listeners always love to know more about the person that they are listening to. Um, so, I would love to for you just to take a few minutes and share with us. Um, as I said, you know, I've 25 plus years in the industry. So, tell us a little bit about you know, how you started and where, you know, what your journey looks like and really what makes you love um, this particular industry so much. Wow. Okay. Um, thanks for the opportunity. Mm. Um, I guess that's how I started. I was always, even as a kid, taking things apart, not always putting them back together properly, much to the chagrin of my parents, but I managed <laughs> to take a lot of things apart, try to figure out how they worked. Um, in the 70s, uh, the late 70s, I had the opportunity to work in a uh, stereo store and discovered they had a commercial division, so uh, started doing discotheque and radio station and recording studio and some commercial sound system design and installation. Um, 1980, I uh, had the opportunity to uh, begin working with the Marriott Corporation in their architecture and engineering group and um, 10 years and 170 hotels uh, that I got to open um, 10 years later in 1990 I left to start Electromedia Design um, and having sort of uh, I, I got to know the Marriott family when I was uh, with Marriott and the the whole idea of lodging hospitality 
and accommodation it just it just got into my blood and and you know when people go to a hotel they go there for it's a it's a, it's a something special is going on especially if they're going to a meeting um they're going there for a purpose and and something special and i and i kind of like that show business part of the hotel world and um ever since then i was um focused on how to improve how to make that meeting experience and how to make that entertainment experience better. So that's sort of been the focus of my study. Mm. The word experience is really um, fundamental to what we do. You know, it's a, a it's the key component, I think, to audiovisual and um, it must be part of everything that we do, right? It's the human um, experience. It's not about the tools that we use, but the results that we create. Um, and I think hotels in particular, as you mentioned, sort of have that, um, that mystique, that appeal of knowing that this is a destination, that you're creating something, you know, this isn't, uh, you know, yes, it's great to have a theater in your home and enjoy it on the weekends or after work. But when you go to a hotel, you know, this is a new environment and, um, being able to use our tools and technology to create something special is definitely a great feeling and certainly must be inspiring in your work. Yeah, it, it, that it is. And so when I look at experience, I try to define things, because, mm. you know, as a, as an analyst sort of, I say, oh, okay, well, what is really, what is it that we're trying to create in an experience? Mm. Well, what if we define the term experience as an emotional memory mm. or a memory that has emotions attached to it. So if you want to, you know, they say go to your happy place or whatever. You know, yeah. you have like an, an image, and and you feel a little warm and fuzzy inside. So mm. I think that ultimately, now how do you get those original feelings? Where is the, where is that emotion coming from? The emotion is connected to our feelings, and our feelings are connected to our sensory mm. elements, our eyes and our ears, and and sometimes it's our it's when we have a four-hour meeting and we're sitting in a two-hour chair. So <laughs> some of those emotions are not always pleasant. But, yes. um, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's sort of been the study. Yeah, and, you know, that's really interesting. One of the, the lectures I used to deliver was about, um, you know, the importance of audio and, and how, you know, if you're sitting in a, a ballroom and the sound is bouncing off the, you know, or so this was actually a convention center conversation about, you know, you're sitting in a convention center and the sound is bouncing around and you have, um, you know, someone who's sitting and listening to speakers for four hours straight, you're going to create a pretty unpleasant uh, feeling, right? It's a feeling that they have when their ears are straining to hear for four hours straight and they, they want the, the learning, they want to absorb the content but they cannot because there's a physical barrier right mm -hmm. yes <laughs> yeah um, the mind can only absorb what the backside can endure or something <laughs> <like> that. <laughs> that's too funny well and you know honestly i mean if you think about when you're when you're enraptured with content right you're in a, a comfortable environment um or i'm sorry even if your body is somewhat physically uncomfortable you know, but you can hear that content clearly, uh, or you can see what you're trying to see. It, it does actually. You can endure some physical pain, but when you, you know, when you're when you're there specifically for content, uh, makes it challenging. So, 
There's a term that I picked up um, when I kind of was doing a little bit of uh, research and, and learning about you. Um, and that's art, art, is it arch, technology or architectnology, architectnology, sorry, of course. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yes. so tell us about architectnology. I'm, I'm curious about this particular term. Um, wow. So I, uh, it was back, I believe 1993, I was asked to speak, um, for SCUP, the Society for College and University Planners, um, by an architect friend of mine who we had been working on some projects together. Mm. And I said, well, what do we want to talk about? Well, how does all this stuff come together, he he said. Just just try to describe that. And that's when I actually, I, and I have these on foils, on overhead foils. Mm. We're talking 1993. Mm-hmm. And I have this picture of computer systems, telephone systems, audio systems, video systems, coming together that was my first understanding that there was a convergence happening mm-hmm. and what 10 years before it you know became obvious and i called that architectnology i also laid into there the the pers- understanding of how the technologies and the people interact with each other and how the environment the box mm-hmm. the room the lighting the acoustics the background noise the the uh, the chairs everything how that either helps or interferes with the human ability to perceive the information that's being displayed and presented in an audio and visual form so that's this that's what i call architectnology is the study of of the effectiveness of technology and the impact that the architecture and interior design and infrastructure has on the effectiveness of technology. The tagline to this usually comes out sounding something like, you can't fix a bad room by throwing technology at it. <laughs> Unless you put uh, you know, the uh, Oculus headsets and, and headphones on everybody. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Um <laughs> You know, actually, so that, that, that's a perfect segue because I really want to talk about, you know, hotel design and, um, you know, I've worked in some horrendous ballrooms and, you know, it's interesting too, because we always complain about ceiling high, you know, and the staging side is like, ah, the ceiling's in here so low, but it's funny because when you think about the impact of sound, right, that can actually be really effective, right? Because it's creating a nice, cozy environment where sound doesn't have to to fill more space and, you know, it can actually be contained and managed a little bit easier. But, um, you know, we we walk into these different environments and, you know, this is from obviously folks who can bring in equipment to adjust for a bad room. Um, <laughs> but But, you know, thinking about hotels and kind of what's happening in the industry and you know from my knowledge um most most development of of top tier you know luxury uh properties um full service has slowed that the development of new hotels um you know the predictors that i've seen are limited you know it's limited it's not something we're going to see a lot of in the the, the coming you know next decade or two so how does that impact the audiovisual industry, um, you know, designers, consultants, integrators? Is this a renovation yeah. opportunity? And how, you know, because what, 
and most of these systems then were built you know, how many years ago? And yeah, yeah. so tell us a little bit about that. Uh, well, there's so much to tell about. Okay, that. great. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> there's, there's the looking just at the AV industry and the, um, the shifts and changes that we've seen. The most significant of those are, are the shift from standard definition to high definition aspect ratio displays. Now that's impacting so many things from digital signage that was SD uh, on the side of doorways to now having to be HD because you don't get SD displays much anymore to having to change out projection screens, having to change out projectors. Mm -hmm. Another thing, of course, that's happened is the point-to-point -point signal transmission moving from analog to digital. And we have so many renovation projects where the the venue has five wire, <laughs> RGBHV uh, coax cabling, and and all everybody's showing up with HDMI connectors on their laptops, and they just don't have the mechanism. They have to. They want to upgrade to HD, but you just don't want to have to deal with the analog cabling in between. Sometimes that's a little challenging to explain to an asset manager or a hotel owner that they have to spend X number of dollars swapping out cabling. And they don't. You don't get to see that. They like to see when they spend money. They want to see a big difference. But you never <laughs> see the wiring. It's in the walls, you know. But look, if you want to do it, you got to do this. You got to put yeah. the fiber and the copper, you know, the cat cable in there if you're going to get it to work. Mm -hmm. um, another thing that's really interesting, and this is sort of, a, I'm going to call it the tech boutiqueing. Uh, wave that's that's flowing through, and there are a lot of renovations going on, a lot of competition for the uh, the marketplace that's uh, that's out there. And yes, the economy has had an effect on on new construction, but mm -hmm. it's the, that same economy has had effect on the um, need to be current. Mm -hmm. There's a demographic change. The guests who are staying in hotels are. Um, um, expecting more. They have nice stuff at home. They have nice stuff where they're working. They want to see nice stuff at their hotel that they're staying at. Mm -hmm. So back, you know, up until maybe about five, six years ago, whenever we were designing hotels, we were very much accustomed to hearing the interior designers say, well, we want it to disappear. We don't want to see it. Make it go away. Make the projector disappear up into the ceiling. Just make it, make it, we just, when, when it's not in use, it needs to be invisible. Mm -hmm. Now we're getting questions, and this is really exciting, where they're saying, well, is there a way we could feature that? Could we put a frame around that? Could we get some digital art? Can we? How about some di digital signage? Could we put some digital signage in the lobby? Mm -hmm. and, and let's get more technology is being built into the venues. Mm. There's more displays that are being built in. We don't we don't want to have to have portable stuff all over the place with cables taped across the floor and speakers on sticks. Why can't we use what's why can't we have it built in? Make mm. it nice and clean, but featuring the technology instead of trying to make the technology disappear. Mm. That's been really an a refreshing and fun and challenging and interesting um change that we've seen. Um, with our in our practice, uh, mm -hmm. and that's really been sort of recent. There are some implications and consequences to all of this uh, as well. Um, the AV, the responsibility for this technology has been shifting under the IT departments and away from the food and beverage departments. Mm. And so there's been a lot more of a need for 
um, how do we deal with this AV stuff? We're, we know how to deal with POS terminals and and PMS software and and wireless access points, but but this microphones and speakers and displays and cameras, that's not in the comfortable wheelhouse of many of the IT folks. So mm. we're being pulled into being part of IT teams to help round out their expertise whenever we're doing renovations. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> there's also uh, if we I have a theory and uh, that once upon a time um, when I was going to school there were film strip projectors mm -hmm. and so you had a record playing on a caliphone record player and it would be talking and then go ding and then that was my job to flip the little black knob on the side of the film strip go <laughs> to the next slide please next slide please <laughs> Then, then you know this this miracle of innovation came out where you could actually put slides into a round carousel and and, and the instructor just push a button on a pickle, mm -hmm. and the slides would change as automatically, mm -hmm. and that was amazing. That was just high tech, you know, at the time. Uh, that and overhead projectors and um, you know, film strip projectors, that was multimedia. Then Sony introduced a video projector, and about shortly thereafter, Compaq came out with portable computers. Mm -hmm. So now we had folks saying, "Well, we want to show this. This video projector is like having a theater in the classroom, but it's video and it's expensive and it's very hard to convert. You got a red and a green and a blue, and you got to get all those lines matched up on that grid, and you you know lens shifting and focus and." Don't anybody bump that thing because it's going to get out of whack. And, <laughs> and it takes a real technician to get this thing set up properly. Yeah. And how do we get the computer to connect to that? Well, the computer is not a video output. It's a digital. And <laughs> so then you need a scan converter to get the computer. And that's a expensive. Those scan converters were very expensive <laughs> mm -hmm. and very tricky and very hard to operate. This was the birth of the AV rental industry. Mm -hmm. These things where they were expensive, finicky equipment, and needed technician to set up and operate meant that hotels and churches and uh, public meeting venues couldn't afford to have that product. Mm -hmm. They couldn't afford to buy it or, or to run it. So, you know, folks said, well, I'll buy six of those things and train guys how to do it. When you need it, just call us and we'll bring it over and set it up. That was the birth of the AV rental industry. Well, those three things now, expensive finicky equipment that's hard to set up and use, and people in general were not comfortable with the technology. Those factors are not true today mm -hmm. for basic AV. Yeah, it's not expensive. You can go to Costco or Staples and get it. You know, um, it's not. It's very reliable, very easy to plug in and operate. And mm -hmm. the folks that are in the audience, as well as the facilities, they probably have at least that good of stuff at home. Yes. So those things have changed, and this is just now beginning to hit the industry, the idea that, you know, um, maybe we can include this stuff built into the venue instead of having it all be portable. Mm -hmm. That, I'm going to predict, is going to make a, a significant impact on the industry that is coming up. Hmm. Now, there still is expensive, finicky technical equipment and AV stuff that's needed. Sure. For events, you know, think about streaming, think about virtual presence and telepresence and mm -hmm. video conferencing. And there's this whole world of, of technologies that still fit into that category of really 
these hotels can't afford it, shouldn't be buying it, they can't they can't staff it, they need to have you need to outsource that, you need to get that from a specialist rental company. Mm-hmm. So there there's a shift happening uh, around that. Yeah. That is absolutely fantastic insight. And I think, you know, when you 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 look at the hotel rental industry, um and not even just hotel, you know, any type of the rental and the staging industry, you know, unless you're really doing sophisticated setups, the 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 opportunity to, you know, make your money, make your margins on the, the projector rentals, you know, the breakout room rentals is diminishing, right? That is the and not only that, but we we start looking at like future future um meeting technologies, right? Where we're putting technology into the hands of an attendee where they're not they're not married to that seat in the room anymore. They can wander around the hallways of the event and still get the the content they came there for while they're networking, right? So they're oh it, yeah. Able to it's blend. Exciting. Mm, yes, I couldn't agree more. Um, well, it's exciting when you think about the human experience. It's not exciting when you're somebody who owns, you know, ten thousand projectors and nobody wants them. Right? That's unfortunately not great. That's <laughs> no, true. Yes. Yeah, yeah, um, and you know, it's kind of like they say, innovate or die. Right? And um, you know, maybe there's new new uses for those projectors, but, you know, there are a lot of manufacturers that will be impacted, I think, and, you know, it's not necessarily something that that uh, they're fond of hearing about, and, you know, it's, but it is, unfortunately, it's, li- it's life, right? That's the world. It's the way that um, we have to adapt, and I've, I've long saw this coming, you know, it's kind of been one of those, you know, as we moved into a mobile world, and, um you know, I think some of the technology around uh, beacons and, you know, really maybe it's not just beacons, but it's the ability to interact with our physical environment and the Internet of Things. And um, mm-hmm. just, I think, will have a major impact. And I see that really happening when you think about a hotel and a destination experience um, sort of tying back into what you're saying, you know, they're, they're arriving and they're expecting to have an experience. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, it could impact the AV world. I, I'm not sure what your thoughts are there. Uh, absolutely. And uh, what I'm, I sort of am focusing our practice while it's really great to, to think about that. I still think about that in the terms of portable, uh, provided by third party, vendors on an event by event basis because a hotel is is more like a theater mm-hmm. and and when we're talking about beacon technology or um, uh, audience response systems or something like crowd mics you know that that these are these are like instruments in the in the orchestra you know mm-hmm. we're we in the hotel industry are in the theater business we're designing the theater but we're not the musicians that are going to perform. We're not the actors that are going to do the play on that theater stage, but we want to make sure that we're designing a venue that has the uh, accommodations and the features and the basic features and functions, and that envelope is a good envelope, that the room is good, the acoustics are good, that the lighting is is flexible and reliable, and the the sound system is intelligible, and, and we have good enough isolation from the room next door so that so that the 
we're creating that stage, and then the meeting planners come in, and they have access to all this wonderful technology and the and the things that like Corbin Ball talks about, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. all all these these next gen things. Now, the other interesting thing about so many of those things is they ride on the infrastructure that we have to design. Mm-hmm. We have to make sure that there is a great uh, wireless access uh, and lots of bandwidth and lots of you know the Wi-Fi can can be uh, received everywhere and sell also. Yeah. So it's the they they work best in an infrastructure that's been thoughtfully designed and and plan ahead to accommodate these things. But a lot of this stuff doesn't actually get built in anyway. It's 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 brought in on an as needed basis. We just have to make sure, just like the instruments of the uh, of the orchestra, they they bring them in, they play them, and they take them home with them. Uh, <laughs> no, I love it. That's fantastic. Um, I think that's a perfect, perfect ending. Just thinking about creating that envelope, right? That's our role um, as the the professionals, the the visionaries, the the folks who are thinking 10 years ahead, you know, before the next renovation <laughs> has to be done, you know, or 20 years, you know, yeah. some of these properties. Um, what can we do to create that long lasting, that longevity, the, you know, that will need minimal um, adjustments over the next 10 or 15 years? What is that, that envelope look like? And, you know, I think we can go back to the basics, right. Of, of good design. And um, I think that, I certainly, you know, just for everyone listening, I have invited Jeff back for another round because we really are going to have some fun exploring AV and IT convergence. And he has this incredible concept of, you know, creating an analog, um, I guess it's almost an analog design based on human experience being analog and um, trying to assimilate in a digital world which is black and white off and on (laughs) IT world so um you know I think that you've got an incredible knowledge to share and um I I think everyone will be definitely excited to to have you come back and talk a little bit about that and we'll get we'll have a a lot more fun too (laughs) so um anything else to add or uh you know to share Oh, thank you for the opportunity. I, I, it's been uh, a long learning journey, and I am still learning things every day. And I love to share, and that's what we're here for. So, thank you for the the opportunity to to share some ideas, and um, I look forward to our next time. Yes, me too as well. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and I will see you during the next show. Well, I won't see you, but you'll hear me anyways. <laughs> Take care, y'all. 